in all situations and all circumstances of life. He had already told us that we have overcome the world. Is that right? Yes. And from First John chapter 4, verse 4, we've overcome the world. Exodus 9, verse 22. Then the Lord said to Moses, Lift your hands towards the sky and cause the hail to fall throughout Egypt on the people, the animals, and the crops. Hailstone was to fall on people, loss of life, animals, livestock, crops. So this will affect the economy. The labor market is affected. And then the agricultural sector is affected, which was their mainstay in those days. They didn't have crude oil in those days. So their animals and their crops were, were their crude oil. So, but this hailstone fell on the labor market and it fell on their what? The agricultural sector. That's, a, that, that's why this hailstone was there. So Moses lifted his staff towards the sky and the Lord sent thunder and hail and lightning struck the earth. The Lord sent a tremendous hailstorm against all the land of Egypt. Never in all the history of Egypt had there been a storm like that with such severe hail and continuous lightning. It left all of Egypt in ruins. Everything left in the fields was destroyed. People, animals and crops alike. Even all the trees were what? Destroyed. The only spot in all Egypt without hail that day was the land of Goshen, where the people of Israel lived. Hallelujah. The only place in the whole of Egypt that was spared from this economic severity was Goshen, where the children of Israel dwelt. Where the children of Israel dwelt. That's the only place that was preserved. Which means that Jesus is the same Yesterday, today, and forever. Is that right? God never changes. And here we are seeing that God can indeed preserve against harsh economic realities. Do you see that? That God can preserve His own people. That there is a kind of covering over us as believers when there is great economic storm. You remember that the word there is a storm, that there have never been this kind of storm in the whole of Egypt's history. So this economic storm that came did not affect the children of Israel because God shielded them from it. God protected what was theirs, both their people, both their livestock, both their crops were preserved. Everywhere else they experienced this, this disaster. But Israel did not experience this disaster. So that means that one of the covenant blessings, I hope you know when we say we are in a better covenant, that means the old and some extra on it. That's all right. It's an upgrade. That means that God has a covenant to preserve his own children, their businesses, their investment, 
from harsh economic hardship that is to come. God can secure them. It's part of His covenant blessing with us. And why will He shield us? Because who is going to sponsor the gospel if not for Christians? Who is going to support the work of ministry if not Christians? And if everything that we have goes to ruin, where will the money to actually support the work of ministry come from? So God protects his interest when he protects our own interests too. So the ash economic realities in the world, we can't be shielded from it. We have the word of God for it. Go share where the children of Israel dwell. Like recently we just um, heard the news that UK's unemployment rate has actually increased and that no company is also taking in people. Their labor market is affected, that's not right. That's a labor market. Doing the number of people in the former labor market for wherever the children of God are. The sound of victory, the sound of singing shall be in their camp. So I'm showing you this morning one more reason to thank God and to trust God. Whatever you put your money into, that's why you have to be wise. That's why you have to listen to the Spirit. That's why you have to engage God in all that you do. Trusting Him that He is leading you on to put your money where you ought to put it. We don't just make investments. The land of Goshen was strategically chosen for them. Is that right? Because the blank check for them when they got to Israel was that anywhere in the whole of Egypt that you choose, you can have. But Joseph insisted that he choose the land of Goshen, the land of Goshen. These are the reasons why when Israel was leaving Egypt, they were so wealthy. Everything that belonged to them was preserved. Don't forget that the children of Israel were, were involved deeply in livestock. They farmed for, in the cultivated land, but they were majorly livestock farmers. Because when Pharaoh called them up, they said, what's your occupation? They said, we are, we are herders. We are livestock farmers. Are you listening this morning? Ignore the noise that is going on in the world. Focus on the scriptures. It is the wisdom of God for you. This morning, as you claim so many inheritance of God and say all things are mine, make sure that protection against harsh economic realities is declared as being yours. There is no losses in my finances. In my business, whatever I put my money into, whatever I put my business, I receive the wisdom of God, I receive the understanding of God, I know when to invest, in what to invest, and when to collect my ROI from those investments. I am seasoned with the wisdom of God, with the knowledge of God. I know what is going to happen to the economy. I know when a sector is going to crash. I know when it's going to boom. By the help of the Spirit of God, I have discernment on where to be, how to go to the market. Oh, I have the sermon. Use all these things are yours. But you turn your Bible to the New Testament. 
Remember the story of the madman of the Gadarenes. Someone was rearing livestock close by. There were pigs there. And then the evil spirit that was in that man, we are saying that, please, let us go out. Let us go out. Give us permission that if we go out of this man, we might enter into the livestock that are close by. And the Lord gave them permission because of why? The life of a man is worth more than 3,000 or 2,000 pigs. Fine. Go out of the man. His soul is more precious. And the wind. And what happened? That spirit drove those pigs into the sea and drowned them. And drowned the entire livestock. That's a wicked spirit. About 2,000 pigs thereabouts. That's a huge loss in one day. So they thought that it was Jesus that was responsible for the loss. But who was actually responsible for it? That's the demon. Now I'm, I'm showing you how businesses can crumble, can be destroyed to the ground. There are spirits responsible for collapsing businesses. All they need to do is not one or two things. And everything collapsed right in, in the face of those business owners. When things crumble, it's not of God. It's not of God. Everything was driven to the ground in just one day. So that the people who were wearing the plea fled. They fled. I'm telling you that there's nothing like my business just crumbled. Many times because God's children are without understanding of the divinity of the identity. They do not understand that the just is supposed to live by faith and the provision that comes through it. So they are caught in what they are not supposed to be caught in. Suddenly, sudden destruction. The Bible says that you shall hear of destruction. You shall hear it, but it will not come to you. With your ears, you shall hear what's happening. Ruins. But it shall not come to you. Who destroyed the business chain of Job? God or the devil? It's time to be wise. They're doing business. It's time to be wise. Prayer is profitable for all things. As the Lord has told us what's going to happen in the next five years, I hope that part of your business strategy is also pray. Not just flimsy prayers over, Lord, bring customers. But deliberate intentional prayer that opens your eyes to the next boom in your business sector that opens your eyes to the opportunities that are available in your own sector that positions you for the next wave of market opportunities and profitability I am shielded from harsh economic realities I have the word of God for it I am protected divinely 
from economic depression. I stay above the storm in all areas of my life. I am covered and protected by angelic ministration. My business is protected for the propagation of the gospel. More money flows to my business in the name of Jesus. My capital is preserved. My profit is preserved. My returns on investment are preserved because I am a kingdom agent and my resources are sacred as offerings to the Lord for his work in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let that be your reflection. Let that be your reflection. It's part of your covenant blessing. Know it. Walk in the knowledge of it. Declare it. As well with you. Good morning, church. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with more from Ten Divine Ministries. You can download more messages from our Telegram channel via the link c.ma forward slash cvm media. For inquiries and partnerships, please send a mail to cvineministry77 at gmail.com or call 0708. Well, for zero seven nine four seven. Thank you and God bless you.